She was a former radio host. She is an entrepreneur. She mm-hmm. is an author. Yes. And she is tired. Tired. <laughs> and popping. She is tired. And popping. And that's how you wear tired, teach me to wear. Oh, <laughs> yes, yes. So tell them more about yourself if they don't already know. If you live in the H, you should already know. Y'all know who this is. Yeah, so um, originally from Ohio, um, been residing in Houston for. It'll be seven years in November. Um, like you said, former, well, technically not even former. I still do radio, just oh, not okay. full time. Um, mm-hmm. I, a uh, TV personality, I run a foundation mm-hmm. called JJ's I'm Me Foundation, mm-hmm. a website called Single Moms Rock, um, awesome. speaker, yes. an author, um, a mommy. Yes. Just amazing. Hus- yeah, <laughs> I left out way too much stuff. Too much. <laughs> she is amazing, super amazing, and we're so glad to have her. But yeah, let's talk about today, cause y'all, I really love y'all because I woke up, I found myself trying to be super snatched, mm-hmm. working out super hard the past two days, only two days, yes. and today it was like a struggle to get out of bed. And once I got out of bed, my body like basically said like get back in bed it like collapsed it was aching so much and y'all I need help <laughs> but you listen to your body I know you gotta listen to your body but you also we gotta also hustle and I got things to do but I promise after Wednesday I'll be back to normal hopefully but yes, you are enough about me let me know how y'all's day has been been good. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good fat Tuesday. Yes. Fat Tuesday. I didn't get to enjoy any food yet, but yeah. Is that the premise behind Fat Tuesday is to eat a lot? I don't know. I it's it kind of like you're supposed to like they go people go all in with everything, right? Eating uh-huh. and drinking to prepare for the fact that you're about to fast. Oh. Um, on you know Wednesday, it's uh, Easter. Oh, are y'all doing that? I'm fasting. I am fasting. You are currently or no? Well, I'll, I will start tomorrow. Oh, okay. That's beautiful. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. The, I mean, you know, every year we I do something different with my friends. We all fast together. So mm-hmm. that's great. You know. Yeah. The first year, time I fasted was with y'all. Oh, I know it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What did y'all give up? Um, we we didn't eat until the. We didn't eat till like the sun went down. Oh, okay. So, oh, y'all did like a fast. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. So and it was good because like at the end of it, like I had like a very clear mind. My oh goals my were. Yes. That's the thing about mm-hmm. fasting, like it is so real that you will. Mm-hmm. It really helps your mind. It really That's does. So I need to do that again. Absolutely. That's exactly what I, I need to do. That Start to, that, when you said that, I was like, y'all, do we need to go on a fast? Yeah, like, I wasn't prepared for this. It's power in numbers. I, was, yeah. power I, in numbers. 
I know, right? Yeah. But still. And we can make it happen. We have to put that, because like you all were saying, I just felt like mentally clear. Like my mind, I mean, when they really say that the food we put into our bodies is definitely a source of energy and you want to fill your body with things of God. Not saying that I'm perfect. I'm not, guys, because I be eating junk food. I say yeah. some of Tiffany's Chick-fil-A french fries. And I shouldn't have had that, but... <laughs> I put her on blast with no. <laughs> you shared We shared on it. And then before that, I still ate some chips. So, I mean, I still feel like, but when you, which, when you are conscious of what you're putting in your body, I feel like I really was just so mentally clear. And I feel like I could hear the message that God had specifically meant for me. Like, I was a vessel in that moment. And I feel like all of the, Im- the images and voices of God was, like, really yeah. able to, be, I was able to discern really, really easily. And I will say that because God's voice is silent and we have so much clutter in us and we know the food sources that we take on, like we talked about on the What the Health podcast, mm-hmm. how we talked about, um, we, 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 we stated how food is energy and ultimately when the, some of the things that are being... Um, to the animals. Yes. In, oh, yeah. Human- the transfer, transference of energy into you. So... Absolutely. That's why we have a lot of stress hormones and things of that nature. Exactly. So. But y'all, y'all go check that podcast out. Yeah, what the hell we're talk about that today. <laughs> <laughs> but just going back to fasting, it just made me think when we were doing it, that was the only time I ever fasted. Mm-hmm. But I remember that we were focusing on, like, Inspire Fire. That's our company. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and so, yeah, when you are fasting, focus on the things you want or you need clarity on. So mm-hmm. I might so you still have you. that lunch break, so you spend that time really just praying and kind yes. of focusing in and honing in on those things mm-hmm. that you have questions about or you want to kind of talk to God about. Yeah. So it was good. Yeah. It was good. I definitely need to do that. And before we get into the podcast, I want to talk about Valentine's Day. Y'all got any plans? I know y'all all booed up. <laughs> <laughs> all y'all. Yes. We got dinner tomorrow and then on the weekend, so we'll you can't go pass. see. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was gonna give up something else, but you know, we'll, uh, we'll see. But yeah, we're gonna see um, Black Panther this weekend. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah. yes. Definitely looking forward to seeing Black Panther. Me too. What are y'all gonna wear? I'm sorry. <laughs> Have you seen it yet? Can't take it off. Um, <laughs> no, I haven't. I'm gonna see it Thursday. Okay, yeah. Nice. I'm seeing it Friday. I'm thinking I'm gonna go with the all just the all black. Mm. You know, because that's what I got in my closet yeah. <laughs> with like a red lip. Yeah. So, yeah. Some slaytation heart. Yeah. Yes. I haven't decided yet. I'm not going to do no dashikis my, or my nothing. I'm wearing my dashiki and <laughs> my turban. Yeah. All yes. of that. I'm about to be. Medallions and yes. my huge gold Ooh. earrings. Yes. Cleopatra goddess. I mean, Nefertiti, not Cleopatra. All that. <laughs> all that. All that queen and then we're not. All that queen. <laughs> I love that we made such a huge deal. Like, we have outfits. We got food. And I'm like, what you bring yeah. to the theater? Right. I, I love that. to be that black. Yes. That's I love terrible. you that black. So done. <laughs> that ain't even black. That's just funny. Take a big purse. Yeah. <laughs> but I know that was like something that we doing to the for the actual Black Panther thing. I just thought that was a given. Because <laughs> you can't afford to buy everything. Right. So it costs like fifty dollars. We went to the movies and I was like fifty dollars. Oh my god. Wow. The ticket was only thirty. We got food and it ended up being fifty. 
$30 for that. That's crazy. So, wow. And the thing is that food, really why I pack my, my stuff, and I'm just going to use this as an excuse, is because <laughs> that food don't be healthy. That butter be, like, super calorie so intake. When you split it, you know, you get, you, it's just balance. Yeah. Didn't we say balance? <laughs> balance. I know. Yeah, I don't want y'all to lie to myself. But yes, so Valentine's Day for me, hopefully, I'm going to get to sleep. And I need a massage. So if anybody yeah. wanna massage my neck, I can't move it. <laughs> Any takers? Give us a, <laughs> some thumbs up. Yes, yeah, slide in the DMs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yes, yes. Don't be creepy <laughs> though. Don't be creepy though. Don't be creepy. Don't you hear that? Yes. But yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, can I just tell y'all? In high school, I never had a Valentine's like ever, ever, ever. Like when them candy grants used to come into the classroom, mm. everybody used to get one but me. So, yeah, that's tragic. But, like, it's okay. <laughs> no, no, it's totally fine. It's okay? No, it's totally fine. And I remember even your friends, we used to send each other around. Haifa gave me one candy gram. I remember that. I was like, oh, for me. And I was like, oh, it's Haifa. Okay. But I'm going to tell y'all people, do not be sad if you don't get a Valentine's Day candy gram if you're in high school. Treat yourself. Yes, treat yourself. I'm the queen of treating myself. I treat myself too much every week. But I love food. Okay. But (laughs) to get into the podcast, we were talking about everything. We're talking about taking a leap of faith, what a healthy relationship is. Um, And we have our expert here. Oh my gosh. Yes, we're going to say JJ's expert. (laughs) No pressure. So, do y'all want to dive into the entrepreneurship life or do y'all want to jump into. Okay, 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 okay. Entrepreneurship. JJ, she left her job at 97.9 The Box, the 97.9 The Box that we all listen to mm-hmm. uh, a year ago. She just came up on her anniversary yeah. and she took a leap of faith. Um, so can you kind of like give them the backstory on like what happened, why that happened? There yeah. we go. I, I was super stressed out at my job. Um, a, a, Two days prior to resigning, I was in the hospital for two days. Um, I had a panic attack on the air. And um, when I got out, I was like, this is not what's hot in the streets. Right. And um, I got to work the next day, and, and God told me it was time to, to leave. And I was like, no, nah, Lord. <laughs> we always be doing that. Like, <laughs> I don't think I should leave this man. We talked about this already. <laughs> already. Five years from now, I'm going to leave like no today so um so yeah I resigned and um and went full entrepreneurship and um been running my foundation traveling with my book um I finally got to do a book tour which was cool because I released my book like the October prior Mm -hmm. and um I'm a lot of speaking engagements and yeah and some other opportunities have come about so it's been it's been interesting yes it's been interesting so you look happy I am happy (laughs) I am happy I'm happy I am happy I'm stressed but I'm happy was it what you expected you know the the journey of doing the nonprofit. was that something you've always wanted to do like well and I've been running my nonprofit for like seven years mm-hmm. it's just that I didn't um 
you know, have the time to really put into it like I needed right. to. And so it has allowed me to do that. But, um, you know, the real part of it is sometimes we feel like when we leave our job, like, oh, it's going to be good. It's going to mm-hmm. be easy. Like, mm-hmm. you know, even if it's something that you're already doing. Right. And I just had no idea. So it's been a full year. Mm-hmm. The end of this year has been stressful. We were just yes. talking about me being sick and stuff like right. that. And, um, and adjusting to this life. It's right. a transition. And if you think about it, it's just like, you know, anything like leaving a relationship mm-hmm. can be um, a little traumatic, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And so, and just uh, finding this new person that's, that's here, true. it's like, who am I? Like, mm-hmm. without, if you've always been attached to something and now you are no longer attached to it, right. who am I separate from that? Right. And so, this year, I've been trying to just kind of find myself. Mm-hmm. And uh, which has been quite the journey and really cool to like, oh wow, yeah, right. I didn't know that I was great at this, or mm-hmm. true, I need to never do that again. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so right. it's, it's been an experience. That's good. So, what steps you say, like, you're finding yourself out? Like, what steps yeah. have you taken? Like, have you intentionally taken steps to find out who you are, or is it just, like, happening? Yeah, oh, well, you know what? A lot of it's just happening, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so, yeah, I put together my vision board before I quit my job, mm-hmm. and it had, like, a gazillion things on there. There were only two things that did not happen last mm-hmm. year wow. on my vision board. That's crazy. Right. Yeah, so, wow. like, by June, I believe it was June, I had already accomplished, like, 22 things on my vision board. It's a lot. Wow. Without 22. a job. You know what oh I mean? And I was like... Like, everything from, like, me getting the car that I had on my vision board. And I was like, Lord, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. And um, to, like, you know, the traveling, the book tour. So, mm-hmm. like, all the cities that I had on there, I, I I went to those cities for my book tour. I didn't know why the cities were on the vision mm-hmm. board. I, like, I just knew there were places I wanted to visit. But I wasn't thinking these were going to be places I would go on my book, book tour. And wow. um, so that was cool. And, um, but yeah, so as time has just gone on, I'm just finding new things out about myself. Mm-hmm. And honestly, like, I did my little reassessment at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I miss working. Wow. Mm-hmm. I miss mm-hmm. working. I miss structure. And it's mm-hmm. a structure that I can't create for myself. And mm-hmm. I figured that out. Mm-hmm. Like, I just, like, and it sounds so terrible when you say it out loud, but I need somebody to tell me what to do. Like, I need you to be like, I need you to do this, Mm -hmm. and be here at this time, and then you can leave it. Like, I do, because this year, Mm -hmm. I was doing so good for, like, a couple of months. I got up, worked out, sat at my desk at 9.30, went to lunch at 12.30, and then after those two months, I was like, (laughs) (laughs) what time is it? Like, nine. I, I'm just watch TV for a little bit. Right, <laughs> right. Don't you know, treat yourself. Right, yeah, you know. And it was just <laughs> so out of control. Yes. I was like, I miss that structure. And it's not that I don't have discipline because work still got done. Right, right. But I would push stuff off to the next day, mm-hmm. or you know what I mean? Or you end up on a phone conversation with somebody and it's two That's hours. True. Right. Like, That's like, where did the whole day go? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, so. And I've learned a lot. And I love, love, love how you said that you've learned a lot. And I think that most times 
just the fact that you were even able to grasp and take yourself outside of that situation and say, you know what, and assess that and put the pride down. Because I know me sometimes just going through, looking back at my journey, and I, I would always sometimes hone myself in and like, no, I need to do it this way, even if I'm not doing it efficiently. Yeah. And so sometimes we get so caught up on the idea of things, of how it would look to the outsiders or just trying to even fess up to say like, maybe I didn't do the, make the best decision then, but now I can actually turn that thing around and go another direction. So I definitely love how authentic that was. And, it, and that can really inspire people. Yeah. And that's not to say that you can never go into entrepreneurship or never, but sometimes you balance may, may be working both to just finding out that may be what's yeah. meant for you and your purpose. So yeah. there's no one way to the, to the, to the end goal. If It's not even ever really an end goal. It's not. <laughs> and it's cool because, you know, the fact is entrepreneurship isn't for everybody mm-hmm. and you don't realize it until you really get into it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I'm not, I'm not saying that it's not for me necessarily. Mm-hmm. Right, but it's not like um, I don't. I'm the product that I sell, right? So it's a little bit different when you have like a clothing store Mm -hmm. or you bake cookies or you know what I mean. Like you have a product to sell. Well, I'm the product, Mm -hmm. and so it's like, and my product that trying to be funny is pretty expensive. So Mm -hmm. it's like you know. It, it costs money to go and speak. Yes, it costs exactly. money. Like, it's money. Mm-hmm. And so um, I haven't mastered how to necessarily right. do that to make um, to make money like I was making when I was on the radio. Right, That's right. going to take some time, you know. Mm-hmm. But, um, but I think, you know, for people who have a dream mm-hmm. and they have something that they really want to do, Mm-hmm. I, you know, I would absolutely tell them, save up your money mm-hmm. and, and, and give it a try, you know, right. give it some time. It's, the average person doesn't make money for seven years in their business. That's wow. true. Seven years. Seven years. You know that. So like, it's a long time. We in year two. Wow. Right. We ain't paying money for real. We <laughs> <laughs> seven years. Seven years. I was actually going to ask you that too. Like if you could go back and do it again, like would you, you know, have your career and then, Know, venture off into your entrepreneurship if you could go back would you like have started yeah doing what you are doing um now? yeah no I would there were there there's a couple of things I would have done differently um I had money saved but I would have had a separate pot just for just for this I would have better researched like the things that I needed for my business because it was like I mean some people just have no idea you know, I've been running businesses for some time, but mm-hmm. then you don't think about everything that you need until you have space to sit and think. And so wow. now it's like, I don't have a job, so now I can sit and think about all the things I need. Now I was like, dang, all this costs money. Mm-hmm. Dang! Like, it was so much stuff mm-hmm. that I was like, oh, I never thought about the fact that I gotta ship books, and then the shipping of the books is $200. Ooh, mm-hmm. Like, you know, so right. it's like, I would have better created a plan the budget yeah to the so I, yeah i would budget it to at like mm. this is what i need these are the flights for things i need to you know places i need to go mm-hmm. i would have had a, a big master plan okay um yeah that would, that's a major piece yeah master plan so, so i'm taking notes me right? too <laughs> where my notepad at right now we'd be yeah. so quick to just be like i'm ready to go i know <laughs> And I mean, like, you know, I, I, I want to make clear, though, I, I don't have any regrets. I know yeah. that I made the right choice. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. You know, God said to move. That's it. Like, mm-hmm. it's just it. 
But um, but I know that if I could have done things differently, I would have, you know. But you just you, never you don't know, know until you know. Until you do, do it. it. Yeah. <laughs> do it. Yeah. Right. right. My mom. Next time I quit. No. What? <laughs> <laughs> <But>, like. <laughs> My mom always, she always goes back and forth, like, between, I'm sorry, mama, put your stuff on blast, but about her failed marriage, though, she's like, I wish I would have done this, I wish I would have done that, Mm -hmm. but then she had realized, like, I can't get mad at at the old me, because I didn't know back then, so how can you get mad at that? You made the best decision um, when you were there, so. And mm -hmm. you learned, and that's what really matters more than anything. Exactly. That knowledge. (laughs) Yes, I love that. So she was talking about learning herself. And I just wanted to ask you girls, like, what have y'all learned about yourself? You know, maybe since y'all, they both just started new jobs. Um, <laughs> since y'all started new jobs or just in, you know, y'all's relationships or just whatever. Mm. Like, y'all got some gems for the people? <laughs> some gems. Well, one thing I will say that I learned about myself personally, that sometimes I can take life too seriously. And mm-hmm. that's like wanting things to be perfect, done in my time sometimes, and not waiting on God's time necessarily. And the reason why I say that, so let me pull it back. So I just, like Tiffany just said, I just recently started a new job. And so I started a new job as a biology teacher. And at first I was like, you know, I, you know, your expectations is different until you're actually living in that environment. And so one, it was like, okay, I'm working in schools. This is what I always wanted to do with Inspire Fire. So like, I am pumped. Still very, very pumped. It's just, it's channeled a completely different way. And it's like the way when we were in schools with Inspire Fire, we were there just for one hour and we was coming to give our our workshop. We were the fun group. We were the people that you were looking forward to see. But like your teacher is someone that's almost like another family member, like Mm -hmm. someone you have to be with every single day. Like I see some of these students more than I see y'all. I do. (laughs) I see them more than I see my best friends. And I see that's good. I don't see you that much. That's five days. (laughs) But I'm just saying like to think like you were you actually really. So it it taught me about myself what it taught me, because the question was, what have we learned? Um, Mm -hmm. It taught me that I need to be a better listener Mm -hmm. so that I can understand the needs of the students and not try to like, yes, I know it's a lesson plan and I wanted to teach you this material, but I can better serve you and understand how you learn. If I listen to how you like to process and digest information, Mm -hmm. if I listen to like where you prefer to be seated instead of, because it's like we have all these rules in schools, but sometimes I feel like these rules are or they're just being placed because it's a system. You're not actually getting taking time to understand the student as to what if they don't function well or operate good under these set of, sets of rules. So that was the first thing I learned. Like, okay, I don't need to go so by the book. I need to stop being desensitized and running on autopilot and literally feel, feel and be empathetic and sympathetic. And once I did that, I got some whole new students. Like, they're so amazing. Like, they was never bad. But it's like, now I can really reach them and understand them. Like, understand why you want to sleep in my class. It's because if I go and talk to him, he's like, we're moving our stuff. Me and my family, we're actually moving. So we, I hadn't gotten any sleep last night. And it's mm-hmm. like, if I would have just wrote you up for sleeping in my class, I would have never really understood what you're going through outside of my classroom. Wow. And so Aww. I was just like, man, this is, it was an eye opener, just little by little. And then my boyfriend, he and I, we were talking, he was like, um, 
I was telling him a story, something that happened one, one of these days in class, and he was just like, I said, one of my children, they said a joke to me, but it was in Spanish. And he was like, you need to have a sense of humor and laugh. And I was like, oh, that's a good idea, actually. And I was like, <laughs> laugh? Why is laughing such a bad thing? And so I went to school, and I was laughing and joking with them, but not overly doing it. I, yeah. I had that professionalism, but like, I, it's okay to crack a smile every now and then and let them know that you're human. And then I really felt like a couple of my students stayed after class and they were talking to me like, Miss Charles, what's your favorite movie? What's the, opening up Like opening, you. yes. And I was just like, okay, learning moment, learning moment, another learning moment. So I love that. Just you. learning little things about myself. Everybody needs a teacher like you. Oh, oh, that was the sweetest thing ever. I'm serious. <laughs> Girl, don't tell me when you were talking about listening, it made me think of something I learned recently, and that's just um, explaining things. So mm. I know, like, a lot of times I'm just going to bring y'all into <laughs> So if I be like, I text y'all, hey, promote the podcast, and promote the podcast at this time because of this, I realize mm. I got a better response from y'all when I explain, like, why to right. do certain things. Like, um, promote the podcast in the morning because people are trying to listen, um, during their work day and they're like true. okay I get it and I think like even things like if you say um, I'm gonna be late or um, oh I can't show up or something like that people just if you leave them out to dry people aren't gonna understand like mm. you know I need to explain why I'm gonna be late because I'm taking care of my mom I'm gonna mm. be I can't show up because I'm just so overwhelmed so I think right. that I've yeah. learned that to explain instead of getting mad because True, if true. you don't explain, they're not gonna understand you. Yeah, that's so true. that's, that's one so thing. Because a lot of times we're thinking like we have it in our head, <laughs> like we know what the situation is. So we right. don't feel like we need to. Like we feel like we already explained it. Like, that's like, true. I'm not gonna be able to make it, and you know why? Yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah, you're right. The you person know. on the other side. That's good. Yeah, I'll start doing that. What's <laughs> <laughs> your fasting? Yes, yes. Or even if you don't want to do something, like I don't think we should do. I'm you know, like my boss. Sometimes he's super extra. He's like, we should do this, this, and that. And if I come to him, like, no, I don't think you should do that. And you have to come with like an explanation. I don't think we should do that because of this, this, and that. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay, but I think we should do this because of this, this, and that. And it just makes for better communication. That is so true. Even we coming up with problems, like you know, a lot of times people always addressing the obvious, but not coming mm -hmm. up with solutions. It's like, okay, mm -hmm. so. Yeah. You're telling me this, but what, yeah. what can we do? Right. Right. So, but, um, um, one thing that I've learned about myself is I like to be in control of things. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so Girl, with the job that I'm doing, um, I'm still in kind of training period, and I've been asking everybody in the position already, like, okay, what are some things that happened to you? You know, what did you do in this situation? Right. I'm trying to figure everything out, and then I'm just learning that no matter what scenario or how things may, you know, happen throughout the day, like I have no control. All I can control is how I react mm. to whatever is going on. Yes. So that's so true. I'm learning that because I do. I like to be in control. I like to kind of have control of these situations because we are, you know, it's very performance based in mm -hmm. our situation. So it's it's a learning. Like a learning thing for me. Control. But, right? But I'm, I'm getting used to it, to just, like, bouncing back quick instead, yeah. you know? That's good. 
right? As long as you're learning and you're not being prideful to where it's like, you know this is wrong with you, but you ain't changing, then that's a problem. That's true. The last thing I learned, (laughs) this is all happening in like a week. (laughs) And this is probably why I'm sick right now. You're not sick, too. Well, I'm not sick, yes. But um, I just realized I was going so fast. Like, so fast to where I wasn't enjoying things. Like, editing the podcast. Um, putting up clips, doing YouTube, working, building websites for people, just so much, going to events. Y'all know I'm super excited. I like to go everywhere. And just back to back to back. And just, I realized I was just going so fast Mm -hmm. that I was wondering, like, why don't I like doing any of these things anymore? Because Mm -hmm. I wasn't taking the time to just really enjoy, like, making a YouTube video, writing it out, taking pictures of my food and sprinkling almonds around it (laughs) and stuff like that. I was so like, I need to do this and then go this go this way. And I was becoming so anxious. And I'm pretty sure that's why, like, today body, my body is just like, can you sit down? Ooh. So after Wednesday, because <laughs> I need to do something, I feel like I'm going to slow it down and be very intentional, not pack so many things into one day. Because I think when you are busy a lot, you know, it's kind of like an excuse, like, oh, I'm busy, I'm busy, I'm busy. You think that's a good thing, but mm-hmm. it's like, but are you putting out quality material? Yes. Are you enjoying it? Like, what are you doing it for? Are you passionate about mm-hmm. it? So I want that passion back. To relate to that, my, um, so my boyfriend, he plays basketball, and he's, he's like, when he had started, several different league basketball tournaments like every other day he had another game and another game it was like literally I kid you not one no Sunday through Friday he was playing at a different game and then it got to a point because so I backstory history lesson so I used to be an assistant coach in college for basketball so I used to write his workouts work out with him and so as I was observing him like usually we have these talks after the game and I go through the list tell him all things he did good and then tell him all things he should work on for the next game but it got to a point it was like you're not even you don't even need to work on anything not to say that your game is good you need to work on the appreciation for the game because I felt like Mm. it got to a point that he wasn't putting his all in anymore because he's like if I didn't do good today I just got another game tomorrow I didn't do good today. I just got another game tomorrow. And it's like you depreciate the value of your passion by overpacking things on your your life and you're putting too much on your plate. Like you were, Tiffany was just saying that I, I felt like I was just being busy and I was just running and gunning, running and gunning. And it's like we want to think and be very, very intentional with whatever it is we're doing. And I'm not perfect. It's definitely things that I've done just for either sake of the money or just to say that I'm doing it to just to just say that this is something that I'm doing right now because it looks good maybe but if we really draw back and say God is only going to give us God gives us everything that we put out there so if we put in our half a stuff then we're mm-hmm. going to return back half a stuff even if it doesn't feel like you're doing that but if you really can step out of the situation and say like am I giving it my all am I happy while I'm doing it because you got to pay attention to how you feel how is your emotions what are you feeling like? Are you feeling overwhelmed while you're doing it? And so and that's crazy. So when I was grading my papers today in class, I was like, I know I got grades due on Friday. I'm a new teacher. I came in in the middle of the semester. I got like all these things. I'm feeling overwhelmed. So I was like, you know what? I ain't even trying to put this type of energy on my kids. I don't want to have grade some things or skip over some things and just not give a, enough kid an attention on certain things, maybe in certain areas they really may need help on that. So I like just put my headphones on. I was like, let me go into grade mode because I want to be intentional and have a good 
attitude while I'm like I really feel like all the energy that we put out there we really get back and I was like I don't want to have no bad karma in it so I was like let me write great job if I really feel like you're doing something because yeah. some people like I feel like they think teachers give them busy work and it's like some things that like she's just giving me this. She's not even really gonna read this. She don't even she's not gonna check it. She's just doing this for the grade. And I really want them to know it's deeper than that. So I'm like, let me put good energy out there and like really go through and comb through and find out all the areas that you didn't understand on maybe binomial nomenclatures or taxonomy was a little um stumbling to you. Like I really wanna get to the root. So I feel like Whatever we do, be super, super, super intentional, no matter how overwhelmed you are, because you're going to get a better return back from God if you really being intentional and passionate about it. So yeah. I love I that. Like that. And uh, Lady Gaga, just going back to one of her interviews, is a good person to do that. She would like tell people, no. Like, I know people get a lot of business. They get a lot of opportunities. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we want to just accept it all and just want to do it all. Mm -hmm. And she's like, if it doesn't, if it's in an environment that doesn't fit, you know, who right. I am as a person or, you know, what I believe in, she's like, no, I'm not doing it. Mm -hmm. Or if it's too, becomes too much, she's like, no. Yeah. So you got to have that, that work-life balance, you know, mm -hmm. going back to, mm -hmm. you know, you and your initial statement. Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> so for all the entrepreneurs or wannabe entrepreneurs out there, JJ, what is like your like number one piece of advice with you being like one year in the game? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, I think it's just about, you know, realistic expectations, I think, mm. is the big thing because mm. I know it's easy to be like, as soon as I quit, I'm going full hand, I'm going to make a million dollars this year. Mm -hmm. And it's like, it's no, <laughs> no, it's not. Like, you know, baby steps, you mm -hmm. know. Um, not saying lower your expectations, but no. at least just be realistic about about them, you know. And um, and really develop a, a concrete plan. Like, I'm, I keep meeting entrepreneurs, mm -hmm. and I'm like, what do you mean you don't have a... Facebook or mm -hmm. Instagram, yeah, right, you right. got something you trying to sell. Like, mm -hmm. what do you mean? Like, That's no, true. or you don't have a you don't have a website. Mm -hmm. Okay, uh, so like <laughs> yeah, you know, like get those basic basics down. Basic, those are yeah. things you can do while you're employed. That's you know, true. and and start you know working on those things so that when you do go ham, <laughs> you can be really prepared. That's, That's so true. I know when we first started Inspire Fire, we're like, okay, we gonna get paid ten thousand dollars each. Yeah, like every speaking engagement, right? no less. Like yes. we uh, those unrealistic, and, the, yeah. and I think that brings us back to the smart goals. Have y'all ever yes. heard of smart goals? Type yes. in on Google, like, and one of the goals yeah. on there was uh, R the, the R because they broke yeah. down the acronym the for the word smart S M A R T, mm -hmm. and so on the R the R was actually to have realistic goals, and yes. it's like, but it's not to say that your money number is what's off. I think no. sometimes we have a realistic goal about the time. The yes, time that's what I was thinking. And a lot of people are like, okay, I'm gonna lose fifty pounds in, in a two month, weeks. Or, right? You know, yeah. or this, and it's like, come no, on, really. really. I'll do it. You know, this is not money. You know, this. So we have to be realistic about the, the timing of yeah. that. You know, mm -hmm. so it's not to say that you can't hit your million mark or we can't, you know, ever get that sneaking engagement. Yeah, ten thousand. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, we have to be really 
<laughs> my vision board, I had a picture of $8,000. Mm-hmm. And so I believe it was like the month of August, I made $8,000. Wow. The next month, I made $800. And okay. that's a huge difference. You know yeah. what I mean? But it's like, like you know, I just put $8,000. I didn't know when it was going to happen. I didn't know how it was going to happen. Mm-hmm. But, um, but yeah, what if I was thinking I was going to make $8,000? every year right. once I, I mean every, every month year. once mm-hmm. I quit that would mm-hmm. be unrealistic you know mm-hmm. what I mean so yeah Definitely. so true you have a question here it says is what you're doing now something you've always wanted to do or was it later in life so you oh, know it's um it was later in life I you know I've always wanted to be a radio personality mm-hmm. that's what I've done for 25 years mm-hmm. um so you've been doing it your whole life okay yeah, my whole life. That's amazing. Since I was three, since I was 16. But, um, so no, you know, as you grow and mature and life happens and I have a child and, you know, you know, you start to change and then your passions change. And, yes. and mm-hmm. so now I'm doing what, what really fits me a lot better for mm-hmm. who I am right now. Mm-hmm. Yes, I love that. And I think that, like, a lot of people are just scared to change. Um, they'll be in a career for so long and your career your career is like popping like who doesn't want to be a radio show host for like the number one hip-hop station in Houston, yeah. Texas yeah. so but people are scared of change and scared to really follow what God says like right. I know I don't want to get into it but get I know God it. told me a, like a thousand times to leave a certain person oh. but I was like no <laughs> <laughs> so yes we yeah. have been there yeah. Change. It's the one thing that's inevitable. It's going to happen, mm-hmm. and the sooner you learn to accept change, the sooner you will evolve. Mm-hmm. And you know, I mean, it's it, you can't avoid it. Mm-hmm. Change true. is great. It is. it is. Even bad change is great because mm-hmm. it still is going to end up giving God His glory in the end. Yes. So it's just like get through it. It's teaching you something. Right. Exactly. <laughs> That's what we were talking about on our last podcast with Lenora. Shout out to Lenora. Girl, you can mm-hmm. sing. Um, but um, we were talking about <laughs> failing and she was just saying like you have to experience like, like a lot of people don't know their passions but you know, a way to know your passion is just to experience different things. Go mm-hmm. traveling, try different mm-hmm. things and then you'll be like, oh, this is it. But, you know, failing, I think, is, like, the best thing. I said this on the pod, the last podcast, like, because if you don't fail, you're not going to be able to learn. So right. I say if you fail, you get fired four times like me, now you know how to be a better employer for your dream job. Yeah. So yeah, fail, but fail good. good. Yeah, I, I saw somebody at, at something we were attending, uh, Houston Innovators, and, and they said to fail forward. Mm-hmm. Fail forward, like. You know, you don't want to feel backwards, but just right. go forward. Like, okay, yeah. I feel now. I'm keeping moving. Yeah, get mm-hmm. up. Yes. Yeah. Really I fell asleep with the uh, TV <laughs> on. I fell asleep, <laughs> and I woke up, and I, you know, the TV was still on. It was a movie, oh, and I cannot think of the name of the movie, but it's a teacher, um, a Caucasian lady, and she's like teaching in this urban community. I can't think of the name of the movie, just, but it's um, a lot of. <laughs> but no, she was like going to these people's homes. Like she really wanted, you know, these kids to kind of excel. But um, she was talking to them, and she said, you know, if 
like the mind is a muscle, right? And mm-hmm. she was, you know, explaining to them why it's important to learn. Right. And she's like, you have to learn. You have to, you know, read, the, do these assignments because it's going to make you better. It's going to make you smarter. It's going to make you stronger. Mm-hmm. And yes, if you fail, you know, even if you don't do well in the assignment or whatever right. it is, at least at the end of the day, you can say you're, you know, you're wiser. You're, oh, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. yes. You're better than what you were, yes. mm-hmm. you know, before you started. Absolutely. Yes. And what did we say, uh, Marie Forleo? I'm taking it from her. God rejections are, oh, wait. Rejections are God's protections. So mm-hmm. a lot of times we fail, but we're supposed to fail. Like you wasn't supposed, you supposed to get fired from that job, or you yeah. this relationship was not relationship was not supposed to work. Like mm-hmm. because God has something greater. greater. So we might be looking at it like a failure, but really it's a level up. Setting up, yeah. level up. Right. <laughs> like and, and we often say this all the time. We said this on several podcasts in the past. There's no such thing as failures. Only lessons learned. Yes. Like if you until you learn from that thing, it will continue to be a failure. And the, I was just speaking when I was at the gym watching my boyfriend play. I ran hey, into um, I ran into my actual my life specialist AP at, that I work for at my school. Her husband plays basketball too, and so I ran into her. And then I started talking with another guy by Inspire Fire. Yeah. And so this is just stories going in circles. But what he was saying was like because he coaches men's basketball, and he was saying what I do is I talk to my guys and I let them know what their weaknesses is and I'm going to be honest and so we got to look at ourselves and be honest with ourselves and like let ourselves know not necessarily saying there are weaknesses but don't claim them as your weaknesses and this is what he said going back to the story I let them know what their weaknesses are today and based on the work you put in today and from now on out I mean here on out then that can determine that weakness one day could be your strength and Hmm. so we look at like these labels that we want to like place on ourselves or society places on us or our family members or just someone that don't b- simply believe in our vision they could place on us and it's like if we get consumed by that we would let we will live out that reality instead of change that reality for our better if that makes sense it's not even a reality anymore so it's only what we accept and how not even i don't even want to say how hard we're willing to work but how smart and how in line with yes mm-hmm. and intentional we are that's what it is that's the best way to put it i love that so y'all those are some tips for just everyday life <laughs> your whole life your whole life <laughs> <laughs> entrepreneurship life. and everything you know it's not easy but it's worth it i mean if it's in god's plan yeah so JJ has a book called Without Bruises, and yeah. she talks about being in overcoming an abusive relationship. Mm-hmm. And now she has her tour with her boyfriend Jay mm-hmm. <laughs> called um, "That's Not Love" That's tour. Not love. That's not love. That's when not I saw love. that, I was like, Ah, yeah! I was so scared. I was pumped. Yeah. No, because it's just so important, especially in high school, and we don't really know exactly what Mm -hmm. love is. We don't know the definition. We don't know how we're supposed to be treated. Mm -hmm. And grown people don't know how they're supposed to be treated, too. So to get them young is amazing. But we wanted to talk about healthy relationships and um, the difference between a healthy relationship and an abusive relationship. And we all know that... Um, abusive relationship doesn't always have to be physical right. it could be mm-hmm. financial like you said it could be mental verbal mm-hmm. all of that so would you yeah. care to share your experience yeah um you know just some things to look out for when you think about an unhealthy relationship just like 
not even necessarily abusive, but just mm. unhealthy. You mm. know, what are the red flags that probably could pop up in both? You know mm. what I mean? Teachers. Um, manipulation, mm-hmm. you know? Like, am I trying to get you to do something that you don't want to do that's somehow benefiting me? Right. That's manipulation. Mm-hmm. Um, control, you know? Mm. Am I always telling you to do something? Um and I'm being honest, like women do this to men quite mm. often. Like right. we are controlling creatures at some sometimes. Mm, and that's um, true. so so this is not just for, you know, men. men, it's for women too. But that's true. um belittling, you know, that somebody talk about how you look or um, make you feel like you're not good enough. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes it's about appearance, but a lot of times it's just a self-worth thing. I'm making you feel like you aren't worthy. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, isolation. Mm-hmm. Am I keeping you from your friends? Your oh, yeah. That happens a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, like, it happens in a way that's so smooth sometimes mm-hmm. that you really miss it. It's not, mm-hmm. you know... Um, the guy I talked about in my book that I was dating who kept me from my friends, it wasn't like he was like, no, I don't want you out with your friends. He mm. would be like, baby, I just want you to be at home. I'm like, but mm. you don't even want to be there. And he's like, I, I want you to be the first person I see when I come oh, home. Oh, making out sweet. I'm going to make food. I'm going to do this. And then right. I'm convinced, like, okay. Mm-hmm. You know, That's so true. sometimes it sounds a lot like love, just mm. why it's important you, you listen and really pay attention because that's how manipulation starts. It's so, it's just so smooth. Mm-hmm. Um, so those are a couple of signs when you think about an unhealthy relationship. Obviously, mm-hmm. any type of um, aggression, you know, mm-hmm. name calling or anything that is is overly aggressive, mm-hmm. you know. Anger is normal, right? right? We all it's okay to be angry. We have our anger is a normal emotion. But it's how we handle that anger and how we channel that anger um, we need to be aware of. Now, when you look at, like, a a healthy relationship, Mm -hmm. you know, a healthy relationship has compassion, Mm -hmm. you know. So you have somebody who genuinely cares about who you are and they want the best for you. They want to be supportive. Um, A healthy relationship has good communication. Mm -hmm. Um, I laugh at that because I'm like, we just... (laughs) We are we people in general just suck at communicating. Yes, this is true. Like I want so badly to master this communication thing because I know it's just like you think you're a good communicator, Mm -hmm. and but you're not. You know what I mean? You're just like I'm guilty that I was communicating that right. But healthy communication, which Mm -hmm. is like like you talked about listening, Mm -hmm. um, understanding. Um, taking the time to understand mm-hmm. like I really I, I care enough I want to understand what you mean or what you're saying mm-hmm. um, uh, also in healthy relationships you know you have uh, respect is the biggest thing right, right. Mm-hmm. it's just I have a respect for this other person so those yeah. are some some signs to look out for Ooh. those are a lot of signs <laughs> a lot of things to look out for. That's amazing. And it takes time too, because I feel like it you have that honeymoon phase, you know, it's when you first meet somebody where your representative you, shows up. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then it's like, okay, you know, six months, a year. They yeah. they say it takes about three years to really to know, know somebody. somebody. I yes. believe it probably takes longer than that. I really so, do. 
Because it's kind of scary. Because the thing is, like, unless you are forced with different situations, mm. you know, then yeah. how do you really ever know somebody? Yeah. If we never go through a hard time, yes. then I don't know how you react during a hard right. time, mm. you know? Or if, um, you know, you're not pushed to your fullest potential, you know, which takes something to happen to get you mm. to your fullest potential, then, like, how do I know that you, how your greatness, like, how do I even know my own greatness? So, yeah, and then, you know, who you are three months ago is not who you are right now. Right. So then you, then you change. So it's like, <laughs> do I like this changed person? Right. Do I? Yeah. Gotta factor all these variables. I mean, that's why you see some people who, like, say they've outgrown their marriages because mm-hmm. it's like, you're not... You've developed, you've turned into another person, absolutely, which might be a good thing, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, I've grown and matured, and this other person's just sitting here chilling, and it's mm-hmm. like, ah, you know, <laughs> right. that's true. So, it does, it takes it takes a long time. I wonder if you have to have that conversation because mm-hmm. that really scares me. I know, like, I do. I ask people, I'm like, okay, so what's like the hardest, you know, your most, you know, the difficult, you know, thing mm-hmm. you've been through, and like, how did you? I'm, Asking us, girl, yeah. me too. I ask like all the time. I, but you know, one of the but things it's about like, it's smooth with it. I'm not like on the first date asking those questions. You I've done that too. Here's the application. Did you fill it out? I'll give you a couple of minutes. Exactly. All right, I'll go to the bathroom. But no, what I was going to say when I met Jay, because he was living in Atlanta, mm-hmm. um, and I was I was here. But um, my whole thing was just top three questions. I would send yeah. him three questions every day. Ooh, and, like what? Um, I mean, I mean, and it would be, it would be like whatever, you know, yeah. like what's one of the, you know, uh, who's the person who you admire the most mm-hmm. in your life? To you know, what's the craziest thing you've ever done? Or you know, yeah. Person, yeah. But like, I just asked him three questions, and so he told me it was like, you know, like. He was talking to other people at the time when we were talking. He was like, but I knew, like, there was something about you because you seem to be more interested than anybody. And I'm like, because I want to get to know who you are. And I mean, like, for months, I asked him three questions a day, right? Like, and I was like, oh, my God. Because the thing is, you can't, like, you can't run out of questions. Right. (laughs) You think about it, you cannot run out of questions. never. So, like, that is important, you know, and you'll get some answers because if you hear something that don't sound right, then I'm going to be like, oh, right. right. And I'm going to it's like, I ain't never had nobody ask me that before. Right. You're like, I got to think of that one. You know, <laughs> oh, you worship goats. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. There's a podcast we did. It was like 14 questions you're supposed to ask um, your partner before y'all get married or before, yes. you, before you start yeah. dating. It's good. Yeah. It asks questions like, how do you handle tension? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, they ask about finances, like, do you want kids and things of that nature? How do you so, celebrate holidays? Yes. Yeah, do you celebrate your birthdays? birthdays? People's childhoods affect, you know, their outlook on life. And so you really want you to You need to know that stuff. All of these things. So yeah. those, those of you that got Valentine's, y'all might want to ask <laughs> this tonight to make Wait, sure. A book of questions. Yeah, I brought There's actually a book. a book of questions. Mm, it's called it. the book of questions. And it's I, for like your, your you can out there? It's for just whatever. I need really that great book. questions, but it's based off of like it's in categories like spirituality, mm-hmm. you know, family. Yeah. Thanks that for that resource. Yeah. yeah. Thank I love you. Those. Questions. It's good. I love books. Um, <laughs> I love that. Thank you. Um, but yeah, that like I was saying earlier, I've always not always, but I've had that 
I've gotten a fear of, you know, what if I outgrow the person I marry? Like, I don't want to do that. Right. <laughs> I don't want to be 50. I be hearing people like, I got a divorce after 50 years. I'm like, why? <laughs> like, I outgrew them. Like, can you not? Can yeah. you stay in the relationship? It's so, I mean, it's so hard because you don't, I mean, obviously you can't predict the future, mm-hmm. but you could, you know, take a look at a person's um, character and their, and how they move. Mm-hmm. you know, and how you move together. And I think that's why it's so important to understand your purpose in life mm-hmm. because that ultimately, you know, and I hear this all the time with people when they talk about their relationships, the people I follow anyway, mm-hmm. um, that it's bigger than love. It's more about purpose. Mm-hmm. And so imagine if I didn't marry necessarily for love, mm-hmm. you know, but I married for purpose and we share purpose. I love that then that's different. Then I'm like... You have something you, to go after. You know who you are. You know that's what it so is you're trying to accomplish. I know who I am. I know what I'm trying to accomplish for God's kingdom. So then, mm. like, we can't mess this up. We you know can. what I mean? Like, we're we going to keep each other motivated. So. I don't know if you just started, but you just started posting about your um, boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah so yeah. how did you know, like, he was the one? Or, is you know... <laughs> hey, don't you that word our relationship more mm. than the average because of our purpose. Right. That's true. And um, so it's not a necessarily a perfect relationship. Mm-hmm. And I don't ever want anything to seem like that because I know Instagram and social media will have you thinking everything Absolutely. is roses. And it's like, no, we have our struggles. And our struggles are because the enemy doesn't want to see this relationship at mm-hmm. all because mm-hmm. he knows what's going to happen. Yes, absolutely. And, um, and it's going to happen. Yes. <laughs> Claim it. Regardless. So we, we pray. He's um, the first person to really cover me. Mm-hmm. And um, so yeah. I knew when he when he called me and he was like, you know, who prays for you when you go and speak? And I was like, what do you mean? And he was like, who keeps you covered? I was like, I know what you're talking about. Oh my God, that would have melted my heart. Oh, okay. Well, I need to be the person to pray for you. So I was like, oh, okay. So yes. now, you know, <laughs> I, I've never experienced that. And that's, that's a beautiful. different type of love. You know what mm. I mean? And um, so, that's yeah, true. I mean, he's just, he's an incredible person. Mm. I'm going to be praying for y'all. Thank you. Right? 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 Right?
in the midst yeah. of that. Thing. Yeah, so it's great, and it's great to be able to, you know, do life together and do purpose together, and 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 we both have a passion. I mean, he has a, a nonprofit called the Me Project. Wow, right? I have <laughs> when divine. I don't and, know what and we've is. known each other for almost five years. So what? like we knew each other. He was on my show at one point, and I was like, oh, he's handsome. And Ellie's like, I have a nonprofit called The Me Project. I was like, I have the Me, I Me Foundation. Yeah. And he was like, what? We should do work together. I was like, yeah. And then psh, four <laughs> years later, like, you know what well, I mean? What you so long? Divine timing. Right. Divine, Divine timing. timing. And people ask, like, all the time, like, how did y'all connect? I literally, one day, and I went three years without dating anybody. Mm. And, um, like, and no, I saw so. him on my explore page i didn't i don't i didn't even follow him mm-hmm. i saw him on my explore page at this event i was like oh my god he works with this organization i'm trying to team up with and i dm'd him i slid mm. in his dm <laughs> and then we started talking and then we just talked ever since and, uh-huh. and yeah. it was very organic because mm-hmm. we were talking about doing work together mm. and but that's i want people to be encouraged because a lot of times especially as women and black women too mm-hmm. we um get so discouraged that we're not gonna find anybody and there's nobody out there and it's more of us than it is of them and mm-hmm. and i'm just like when you it's really time for you to be with somebody mm-hmm. god will present it and, mm-hmm. and that and that you know like you can't even think of it you know what i mean right like, you know, I, people meet for the grocery store and stuff yeah. it's like because you can't plan for it I if it's that. the real person you know what i mean mm. thanks uh-huh. jj i need to hear that I'm going to wait because y'all be cute. Wait. Y'all be working out together. I'm like, okay, be speaking, throw a party. Uh-huh. I'm like, okay, we, yes, he's a good one. I uh-huh. just spoke out him. So I'm like, let me make sure he's good for JJ. Right, right. <laughs> I think I said oh, it to, to you, y'all too. I'm like, oh, yeah. Yes. No. Yeah. And my friends, my friends were all like, hi. Right, you got to yeah. go through your friends. Like, this, 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 it is real. My friends, we really It's like we got to give you away. Yeah. <laughs> Low-key, the father that we got to give. Yeah. Give my friend away to. Yeah. We got to make sure. We got to pay sure. attention to that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, go ahead. I was going to ask, like, your three years of not dating anyone, was that intentional? Yeah, that was intentional. And, what, like, why did you decide to do that? And what was, like, the benefit or the not benefit? Yeah. Whew. So, you know, <laughs> if you've gone through any type of traumatic relationship, mm-hmm. um, it takes a process of healing. And sometimes mm-hmm. we think that we are healed and it's kind of like, um, I always refer to it as like a broken glass. It's like, if I'm shattered a gra- glass right now, um, I'm gonna sweep up as much as I can, but I don't know that there is more glass until I move stuff mm-hmm. around. I don't know if there's glass until I lift up the seat. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know where else there are pieces. Right. And so um, I tried to to date somebody. We weren't in a relationship. We were a situationship. Mm-hmm. And, um, and it wasn't, I was, it just wasn't working. And I mm-hmm. realized there's still a lot of work that needed to be done with me mm-hmm. and, and my, um, and my self-love. And so I said, I'm not dating for, for, I'm just going to take time. The time period, I didn't say three years I'm not dating. I just knew I was like not interested. And I was like, I'm not, I'm just going to let God bring me the right person. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to focus all on him and all on me. Mm -hmm. And 
Um, and I did a good job. I was like, I, I kind of want to Like, <laughs> you know, what is it that I like to do? Like, what is it that, you know, date? Like, right. it's not cliche to say date yourself. You mm. need to know what it is that you like. So right. that Absolutely. when someone does come around, I can be clear on, you know, mm. Oh, I really like white roses versus mm-hmm. red roses. Right, or, you know, like some sometimes people ask us questions we can't even answer it. Like, what do you like to do? I don't know. Like, that's no. so true. I like to go hiking, and mm-hmm. I like to, you know, go bike riding. I can tell you because I've done it for myself, and right. I really enjoyed it. And mm-hmm. I, you don't need somebody else to be happy. So mm-hmm. you have to learn how to be happy. For you, mm-hmm. you know, That's and beautiful. then that other person comes along and adds to your happiness. Not mm-hmm. you can't search for happiness with somebody else, and right. we do that too often. We do. When I get mm-hmm. a man, I'm gonna be happy. Right. Mm-hmm. I'd be thinking that. I'd be yeah. like, if I just had the man, then everything would be like I'm no. good at my job and the, right. Like, no, but that's not true. It's not. It's not. And mm-hmm. the thing is, if we don't find happiness within ourselves. We're going to attract somebody who's not happy, mm. and and here we are thinking this person's making us happy. Mm. When really he's not. Like mm. you know, you like you said it. You attract what you put out there. Yes. Right. So if I ain't all the way together and I'm broken to pieces, mm-hmm. then here comes little broken Bobby, and I'm right. <laughs> and now you know we just it's all broken together. Yeah. Like, right. Yeah. I don't need no brokenness or broke. No. <laughs> <laughs> or broke. At all. I think someone need to hear that because like you said earlier, just especially as black women, we get even told all the time by black men like, oh, there's more of us. I mean, more of y'all than us. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's hard to find a good black man, blah, blah, blah. The internal clock is ticking. The internal yes. clock. Oh, yeah. We just get hit like so all the time. And sometimes I'm like, don't I don't want women to accept that into the reality. Like, right. Just mm-hmm. because I don't care what statistics say. You attract what you put out. Yes. So like for me, in my reality... It's going to be different. But yes. I really like what you said about your mind was focused on God. I mean, the Bible says, basically, if you keep your mind focused on him, all the desires of your heart will come. And then Amen. it looks like that's all happening. So and it's real. It's so real. Yeah. It's so real. Mm. We forget, though. But yeah, like, we do. And, you know, also, where we live in this country, how we view dating and relationships and our life it's just so different mm. you know you go overseas you have women who have babies in their 40s and mm. it's common like mm. it's not like oh my right. god you're 40 right, right. No. so like what if we just took this time and it's this clock that we've created mm. and just threw it away and just said when I meet the right person I meet the right person right. Mm. until then I'm just gonna be I'm just gonna be happy and it's be okay happy. it's okay if I get married later on in life mm-hmm. I don't need to get married at 25 mm-hmm. most people at 25 don't even know themselves right mm-hmm. so like you know so like why like we mm-hmm. gotta stop we, we do <laughs> we really put so much pressure on ourselves and other we people do. do it like mama be like uh, oh yeah so when you having kids like mm, <laughs> calm down <laughs> but yeah you're yeah. totally right I love that I love that right, so much right, right. But, oh, were you going to say something? Uh, real quick, I was just going to say one last thing that I think we naturally, once we are on this journey of knowing like we're embedded in God and we are reaping all these beautiful blessings, I think we forget that life, the pendulum always swings. So one moment we're on this 
great, this joy, we're attracting, we can't lose, we can't miss. Like, no matter what we do, God just keep on pouring blessings on our lap. But then we often forget that we're still human and we still will always forever need God. And so things will always turn. It's going to take a turn. And I don't even like to say for the worst, but it's going to take a turn. We're going to have to go through that growth stage. That's whether we're in a relationship or out of a relationship. That's whether we are in our dream job or not in our dream job. We're still going to always be faced with adversity. And the adversity is okay because that's what ultimately builds character and wisdom and those are really really good things that we need just based on 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 this life and living our journey when we look back and all those things that were bad and I always say when I'm going through a moment where like my bank account ain't what I want it to be or if um yeah if I'm going through an argument with a family member a friend or not even a friend I don't argue with my friends but a family member <laughs> or my bae or something like we're just not seeing eye to eye more so like a disagreement I always say like this is going to be a testimony I'm going to share with somebody. Yes. This is going to be a testimony yeah. that God sent me us that I'm going to eventually share with someone. So I think if we really yes. look at our adversities as testimonies and knowing that, and I, and I would like to say, going back, because I was saying that God, so when we living in this, I feel like we've all experienced when we've been gun down, heading, just living for God. And then that moment you kind of shift and think, not even that I got it all taken care of, just life takes a toll. You get maybe too overwhelmed to wake up and do your 5 a.m. meditation, pray moment, prayer moment, or maybe you don't set out time right before you go to bed. I was just sleepy. I worked up from 4 a.m. Now I'm just drained, so I'm going to just go to sleep. I'm not going to pray tonight. I'm not going to meditate. Mm -hmm. And I feel like it's not even necessarily saying, like, we just think we got it all together, so I'm not going to give my attention to God is just like sometimes and just being realistic life happens and we don't give God that time that 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 quiet time that we need that intimate moment that we need with God and that's when I feel like things that we want don't manifest as quickly things that we wrote down as our goals don't come to us without and I won't say without work but I feel like when God has effort on it we don't have to work it I don't want to say work is hard because I don't want people to get like oh well I can do is just pray for it you can just meet us halfway yes Mm -hmm. it's that that meeting I'm putting in that effort God's putting in effort so it's like that's what luck is. I really think that when preparation meets opportunity mm-hmm. and with God in it, if you got your prayer life, all three of those things, yeah. then there's no way you can lose. But we all often constantly have to check ourselves like, okay, I, I know like what's not working. Like, let me step out of this, reevaluate and see what I'm changing in my spiritual life, what I'm changing in my my work life, what I'm, what habits have I changed? Am I not eating as good anymore? Am I not working out? Am I falling off my day-to-day routine that got me here in the first place? Yeah. And we, once we reevaluate those things, and oftentimes I will say for me, I will be on my straight because that's how I feel like I manifested you all. I manifested the man of my dreams, all of these things. And I love, love, love. I know I'm jumping all over the place. <laughs> but I love, love, love how JJ said that... Um, she said that even in the relationship, the way we view relationships in this country is different. And if we go into it thinking about how can we serve a purpose together versus like how lo- how much we love one another, I'm not saying we should throw love out the window because I read many books and it's saying <laughs> you definitely want love to be there, but the long-term goal, and Kobe said this, like you only know someone after the butterflies are gone. And then that's when you know, like, what was the foundation truly built built on. So 
just taking all of those 12 things that I just jumped around <laughs> and bouncing around, I just great. had to verbal vomit it because I was listening. I was like, I wanted to chime in, but right. it sounded too good. And I was like, oh, <laughs> so then everything just started spiraling. Yeah, I think it's just like you need to like know what your priori- priorities are. Like, are you mm. making God a priority? Are you mm. making your health a priority? Like, really check out, like, what are my priorities? And then that person, like, and then seeing whatever that person is, too. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, because it's like you want somebody who you're equally yoked with, too. Yes. So it's like, you know, what are their priorities? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, well, what, what are they going to do? You want somebody who's going to be a spiritual leader in your house? Or you want somebody who's going to be like, oh, you want to turn? All right, I'll let you Right. Know. Like, what do you That's want? That's huge. And we don't think about those things because we're focused so much on love and mm-hmm. feeling that we have yes. around that person versus what is it that we're really bringing together to the table. Mm, that, I love that's how you broke that down. huge. I just wonder, like, did you, you said you have to see that person, but, like, did you have, like, a list, like, you said, like, you know, we all have, like, our list oh, in yeah. our head. You had, you had I've had, what's crazy is, like, I even talk about this list in my book because I've had the same list mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. It's just three things that I've always said and prayed, you know, to mm-hmm. God that I wanted. I want somebody who has a relationship with Christ mm-hmm. that's past John three sixteen. Mm-hmm. So like a real life relationship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I want somebody who's gonna love the hell out of me and my daughter. Mm-hmm. And um, and then I want somebody who's passionate about giving back to the world. So it's like I don't care if your thing is recycling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you know, but as long as you can see the bigger picture and understand right. that it is a must that we contribute to the world mm-hmm. to make the world a better place, Ooh. I don't care what it looks like. Right. Just have that desire, like mm-hmm. it's a passion. Mm-hmm. And then I'm good to go. That's not asking for a whole lot. Question, but did you also add in there, can he be fine? You know what's so crazy is I'm like, I promise. And Jay is quite attractive. That's I did not. I am the beholders. So like, I'm I mean, like, I still want to be attracted you to you. Like, <laughs> I need mean, I mean, to be attracted to me. But those things, those, I mean, of course, those things come with a whole different list. Like, this is my major list. But, uh-huh. like, I laugh sometimes because I'm like, dang, God, like, I didn't know he was going to be cute. Like, <laughs> right. cute. Like, I just took him that You know? Exceedingly abundantly. Like, sometimes oh, people have, like, like, an average person. <laughs> yeah, they, sometimes the things that they do makes them more, you know, oh, attractive. Yeah. Oh, you know yeah. What I mean? Yeah, for yeah, sure. So, like, you know, but, yeah, I'm going to need to Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, he's like, no, I need him to be. Y'all ain't got to think you're cute, but I, I want to look at you and, like, want to like you. Right. Right, that's, yes. that's why you're attracted to yes. personally. Not everybody in the world needs to be attracted. Right, <laughs> just as long as you are. Just as long as you are. Yes, and I think it just all goes back to about to wrap this up, but it all goes back to not settling. Mm. You know, because I think oftentimes with this pressure of society, we start to settle. Yeah. And so, I mean, you waited. Seem like you have a terrific guy. I look at people like Shameless Maya. She got some fine personal trainer man, <laughs> and who loves her, and it's just like. Ladies, men, wait. And yes. don't settle. Because what God has for you is exceedingly, abundantly, above all. You so. can think or ask for. Yes. yes. So <laughs> this is the Soul Filling Podcast. And we have one last question for you. Yes. What is your soul care routine? Oh, man. Uh, I have a whole new routine. It's so good. That's a great question. So I'm, I revamped my routine. 
because um, it was really necessary for where I am right now, having um, going through a little depression mm-hmm. um, towards the end of the year, and uh, and I was like, okay, we gotta supersize this um, time that I'm spending with God. Right. So mm-hmm. um, I do meditation in the mornings. Um, I I have books. I, I my fast for a while. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm done. I had to put Netflix on hold. Right, right, right. I will watch movies. Right. And so I was like, God told me he was like, no, you got to get back into my word. So mm-hmm. um, I have a um, like a little workbook. It's about Ruth. Mm-hmm. And I was like, mm-hmm. all right, let's see, because Ruth went through mm-hmm. some stuff. I can relate. Right, so, right, right. I, so I read. I have my reading time where I do my workbook. And at nighttime, I have just a regular book that I, that I read. Right, right, mm-hmm. right. And, um, and then I started a prayer call with my friends. Oh, I like that. And uh, it's just a little eight, eight of us that do a prayer call. That's amazing. And so that's a part of my love that yeah yes. it feels so good and it's like it feels good it's like if you just do it you know what i mean because mm-hmm. we make so many excuses not to do it and i mean and then you get to a place where god is like uh okay we'll make sure you spend some time right right, right. right. you in time out <laughs> wait till that happens right just do it and then you realize how good it feels i'm like i don't miss netflix because this book is so good. I'm like, dang, Naomi, dang, <laughs> Really? Right. So, it's so good. And I'm learning so much about me. Mm-hmm. Constantly yeah. learning about ourselves. Absolutely. But you know what time it is. What time is it, y'all? It, it's affirmation time. It's affirmation time. It's affirmation time. So... <laughs> <laughs> So if this is your first time tuning in on the Soul Feeling Inspired Fires podcast, we always, 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 always end our podcast with a positive I am affirmation. So what the heck is an I am affirmation, you might ask? An affirmation (laughs) is any positive or negative thing that you could be using to transform your life, either for the good or for the demise. So even in the Bible, it states, let the weak say, I am strong. So even when you're feeling weak, you're not supposed to affirm to yourself, I'm feeling weak. I know many of you all, well, you know what? I'm not even going to claim that on your life. You probably know somebody that be talking, <laughs> walking around here talking about, I'm tired, Mm-mm. I'm broke, yeah. I'm poor, I'm sick, Dang. affirming all of these I am negative affirmations into their lives. So let's transform what we say by using the power of the tongue. So yeah. it's four of us. And about a million of you out there, I'm affirming. It's a million of y'all out there right now. So we're going to end this thing off right by saying our positive I am affirmation. So who want to go first? Hmm. I guess I'll go. I am more than enough. Mm. I am living in divine guidance. I want to take that. I am living my best life. Yes. Right now. Right now. Claim that. Um I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Yes. Yes. Yes, Yes. you are. So let the people know where they can find you. Right here. I'm like, <laughs> right here. Uh, you can find me on um, Instagram, 
JJ on the mic, Twitter, JJ on the mic, um, Facebook, JJ on the mic fans. Mm-hmm. And um, my website is jjonthemic.com. I'm kicking off a new movement this year mm-hmm. called Respect My Crown. Mm-hmm. And um, it's really heavy on accountability and spirituality. Yes. And um, so I'm Respect My Crown on Instagram as well. Mm. Oh, I like I that. I love that. Yes. I'm gonna make sure y'all respect my crown, okay? Yeah. yeah. I'm joining the movement. Yes. Yes. All right, guys, you can find Soul Feeling Podcast literally everywhere. We're on SoundCloud, we're on Apple Podcasts, we're on Google Play, and we're on YouTube and on Instagram. Soul Feeling Podcast. All you have to do is type it in. So it make in. sure you share this episode because it was a thousand gems on here. So um, tell your friends and. Happy Valentine's Day tomorrow, oh. y'all. Yeah. Yes. It'll be Tuesday by this time. But. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. I forgot. Okay. We'll Love you guys. Love y'all. <laughs> Bye. Peace.